The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we cover the big money issues in the world of sports. And today we are bringing in Bloomberg's Jason Kelly and Vanessa Perdomo, who have a new series on Bloomberg Originals called Next in Sports. What is the premise of the show, guys? Because it's not just what's next in the NFL or the MLS, right? Yeah. So, I mean, thank you for having us. Uh, first of all, it's fun to get a chance to, to talk about our work. Um, you know, the conceit of this is, I think, actually pretty simple which is we kept hearing about all these different things that were happening, you know, whether it was pickleball or sports you'd never heard of. And we just wanted to kind of go out and play them. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) just an excuse to go play some sports. And we also saw that, like, these big money people that we know, you know, you you mentioned, you know, the, the big money in sports. We saw big investors and big athletes, you know, taking interest in all these things. And then we just kind of went out and did it. Yeah. And like you hear big people like LeBron James and Tom Brady and all these people are investing into pickleball teams. And you're like, wait, why? Why are they doing that? You know, so you you have to dive in and and see it for yourself kind of a thing. And it is really fun to play. But going there and kind of immersing yourself in what their league is was a little bit different. And I think I mean, you know, this really well, Scar. I mean, everything we see is sort of through a business lens. Mm -hmm. And so we saw that all this money was chasing this stuff. And so we went to find out what it was all about. And of course, we've got the perfect people to do it, too, because, Jason, uh, you've spent years covering P.E. And let's face it, P.E. was ahead of the curve in investing in sports. Vanessa, you're a former Division One athlete. You've gotten an instant rapport with all the athletes that you interview. Jason, you're not an athlete. You're not a Div One athlete, right? <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm not an athlete. I mean, Sorry, I, Div One athlete. Your own. I did not play D1 sports. Thank you for uh, pointing that out. That is pointed out, out to me often by my co-host, who is very quick to flex that, and rightly so. She's really good at sports, which is sometimes a bit a bit intimidating. Um, but yeah, we, we think it's a, a very good partnership. Okay, so the first episode you did, uh, you mentioned pickleball. Obviously, that's where you went. Um, it's kind of clearly the most obvious next in sport phenomenon. What did you? What surprised you about pickleball, Vanessa? I think what surprised me about pickleball was like you know you hear a lot about people playing and it's huge, but you're trying to figure out who are the professionals. And I think what surprised me about it was the arena that we were in. You know, they're making it very professional, but at the same time, it's in this big complex where there's this massive tournament going on. But then there's also just like lessons and people playing kind of in the background. So I think what surprised me was that they weren't able to connect the worlds. The worlds haven't connected yet where there's a ton of people playing and they love it, but Mm -hmm. they're not going over to the professional court just so yet, I think. Yeah, I I was surprised at how easy it was to play. So my first introduction to it was Brian Levine, who's a former Goldman Sachs partner, who's been up and will very soon sort of roll off of this job, but has been the interim CEO of, of Major League Pickleball. I went to his place in Boca Raton earlier in the year. He handed me a paddle. We got out on the court. We were knocking it around a little bit, chit-chatting. And he's like, all right, you're ready. 
That's it. After 10 minutes. And I was like, what? And so sure enough, like we jumped into a doubles match at that time. And I did completely hold my own because I'm a quasi-athlete. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair to Jason, um, he actually beat me most of the times we played Yeah, there. a lot of times. Yeah. You got injured winning. Yeah, I actually had to <laughs> injure myself, put the, my body on the line to get the W. By the way, and you know a lot of our producers, they were like, guys, seriously, like the sun's going down. Like, give it up. And then we had members of our crew who wanted to challenge us at doubles. You all got sucked into it. Oh, oh completely 100%. sucked in. Completely sucked. We in. had to. We played like hours of this, you know, yeah. on the shoot. I think it's definitely the most we played one of the sports for sure, because it is so easy and it is really fun. Well, and what's also interesting is, and and we mentioned this in the piece, we were able to get an Airbnb for the day to sort of shoot at, which came with a pickleball court. Oh, like interesting. A, it wasn't sort of like taped out on something else. It was a bespoke pickleball court, like in the backyard of this like Scottsdale house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that. You can, when Tom was looking for somewhere to shoot, it's, you literally type in Airbnb pickleball court. Like, they are made for this now. So that brings me to an interesting question because you guys, in the video, um, you do show how you're, you've got like masking tape out and you're ready to section off a court to make it a pickleball court. The infrastructure is really easy to set up here, right? Like, you don't, yes, there are pickleball courts, but you could also convert things into totally. a pickleball court. Well, and that's one of the things that happened. I and mean, we discovered this in talking to people. And, and honestly, like, people in our lives have done this. During COVID, it was, you know, a very socially distanced, kind of friendly sport that you could literally, you know, tape out in your driveway. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a way to sort of get outside and not go crazy. Um, and now it is relatively easy to build them. And, you, and you're seeing tennis clubs convert to, to pickleball. And you're also seeing, as we did uh, one afternoon, you know, as you say, like literally went out, we bought like a kit from, yeah. I don't know, like, like Dick's, the, yeah, sporting, Dick's Sporting yeah. Goods. Mm-hmm. And you, you just like throw it down and you use it at tennis net which is not technically like the right height but close um, enough but it's yeah. close enough and and certainly you know enough to get super it competitive about yeah, it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it definitely worked and you mentioned some of the people who are getting into pickleball lebron james he what owns a team yep. Nessa, he or? owns a team yes um he owns one, the new york hustle they were there they had a lot of fans there and i when we talked to you know the brian and other people when LeBron announced he was buying a team, their their social media what doubled. Yeah, their uh, um, impressions doubled, their followers. So it's clear that these big names are in it for for money, and it helped the sport a ton. Yeah, I mean, and and the celebrification as uh, of it is, I think, really important to both promoting the sport. And certainly they're hoping that that will drive the the pro league. I mean, we also had a chance during this. I mean, by the way, like, it sounds ridiculous as we're talking about this. This really is our job. <laughs> like, this is like, I know, it's very jealous the whole time. Um, but one morning we, we went out and we played doubles. We each picked a side and uh, Vanessa was matched up with Drew Brees and I was matched up. Well, I was up. drafted by Drew Brees, <laughs> <Yeah>. actually. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? It didn't work out for you. Yeah, I, okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> Jason and Larry Fitzgerald did beat us. We did. We did. That is Uh, some impressive uh, matchup there. So here's the other thing. Um, This is obviously something that was born out of the pandemic. It existed beforehand, but it really got popular during the pandemic. Do other countries also play pickleball? It is largely an American sport. It was invented in the state of Washington. And I mean, it 
it also kind of feels American, don't I you agree. think? Yeah, totally does. And I think that in the, what way the you know the quirkiness behind it is very American. You know, you have at the tournament pickle stands and things like that, and circus people kind of they're trying to make it like this, you know, an event. But that's very quirky. That's mm-hmm. very American sport. I yeah, think. It, it also. I mean, it started as really a sport in retirement like uh-huh. homes, like retirement villages uh you know it's huge in florida uh and then it, it sort of got handed down i mean one of the really fun things that we did actually at the airbnb was we got to meet annalee waters and her mom who are like the best partners this uh, is a mother daughter team yeah and mother you- daughter team number one in the world the the da- daughter's number one in the world but they were number one yes. team as well and they've been They've won a ton of tournaments together. And they got into it. I mean, they were both very accomplished tennis players. I mean, Anna Lee, as like a, I don't know, 12-year-old, was a very accomplished tennis player. And they started playing, I think, with their with her grandparents, yes, right? I mean, that yeah. was how they were first introduced to it. Uh-huh. And then she got really good. And now, I mean, she's probably, she was just on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And Annalie did say to me and when we were talking that she said, you know, she was introduced by her grandfather, but... And now, even as the number one uh, in the world, she can still play with him and go 100%. Mm, and he's mm-hmm. able to rally with Really? Her. Yeah. Were you able to? I, you know, I did get a point. Um, <laughs> I rallied a little bit, but it was a, more of a lesson, okay? That's so th- true. That's interesting. It's really inclusive, the sport, right? Because you could be young, you could be older, and, you know, that doesn't have any bearing on whether you can play it or yeah. not. Their tagline is 8 to 80 can yeah. play this sport, and that's what we heard a lot when we were down there in Arizona. And I will say, like, I having played, you know, with some really good people, like, like Brian Levine, who picked it up during the pandemic and then, you know, went on to sort of put this whole deal together mm-hmm. um, for Major League Pickleball. He's really good. Um, and I played with him a couple times. And I mean, you can get next level with it. I mean, yeah. like Drew Brees was <laughs> insane. Larry Fitzgerald was insane. Then, you know, the funniest part about that when we played doubles with them is after we played doubles, it's all, you know, nice and they're being nice to us, whatever. But kind then they're like, nice. they're being kind of nice. And then they're like, you know what? Can you guys just step off the court for a second? (laughs) And Larry and Drew went at it with each other. And their teams were like, guys, your your team's about to play. And they were like, wait, 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 one more point. Like, come on. And they were going crazy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. They were going off. And I mean, and you, and so you really can. There's a lot of finesse to it. It's not as much of a power game, but I mean, the spin that Drew Brees was putting on his serve, I believe Larry Fitzgerald used a technical term, which was stank. I mean, he was putting <laughs> a lot of stank on it. Um, and it, But it was, uh, but it's serious. I mean, and, and so I don't know. I mean, I guess one of the questions I have about this is a, from a professional perspective is, can it get good enough that it is compelling like television and enough to draw a crowd to watch it? I, I don't know. That's the that's the thing that's tough because with participatory sports, it's hard to make that leap to yeah. from fi- like player to fan. And I think you need to build out. You know, there's a reason Emily's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Right. They need her to be the face of it. Yeah, and to have such a young face is great. You know, it's because she can play forever and. Considering how old you can play, like when I talked to her, she was like, "I don't know. I could play till forty-two. I really don't know." How I mean, much has she won in prize money for playing pickleball? Do we know? That is a great question. I do. Yeah, know I don't think that. we know. I mean, she's you know certainly one of the most prize people. I mean, she's getting endorsements. I mean, that's really where the money's going to okay. come from. It's not going to come from the prize money. I think they're going to have what five million, $5 million dollars. dollars yeah. 
for is the Major League Pickleball overall yeah. um, prize. But I will say that she has made enough money that she won't have to have another job. Like, right. you know, she's only 16, so she probably wouldn't have had one right. as a 16 year old. <laughs> yeah. But she. She's not going to be bagging groceries. Right. The she summer. has enough for her college yeah. tuition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. And so I, so I don't know. I mean, the. Through this whole series, I mean, that was one of the things that, I mean, Vanessa zeroed in on it exactly right. Like, I feel like that was one of the questions that we kept asking people, especially with these nascent sports. It's like, so can you make a living Mm -hmm. doing this? And in some cases they can. I mean, in the case of pickleball, certainly some folks can. Um, In the case of other sports that we'll talk about later in the season, maybe not so much. Okay, so it's very American. People love playing it. And the big money has been getting in as well. I know you guys talked to Mark Lasry, Jason, at the Bloomberg Invest Conference, uh, of course, big hedge fund manager yep. who uh, was a part owner of the Milwaukee Bucks, sold that. What did he have to say about pickleball? He loves pickleball. And I mean, what he said, I mean, he's now said it a couple times publicly uh, that, you know, on a on a return basis in terms of, you know, multiples of money, pickleball is one of the best things he's ever invested. I mean, he bought a team for, I think he's said this publicly, $100,000. And now that team could be worth, you know, five, maybe even $10 million. Um, now, it's not the billions of dollars that one can make as he did, you know, selling a, buying and selling a stake in an NBA franchise. But, you know, I think, you know, to go back to your very first question, I think that was one of the other things that we were really looking for as we talked about these different sports and what we wanted to zero in on is, you know, what's growing fast? Where is there some upside potential? Because, you know, for investors out there, Nobody can just like rock up and, you know, buy the New York Giants, yeah. you know, if but it were even on sale, if it were even on sale. Exactly. Like and those, they never come up for sale and you need to be a billionaire just to like get in the door. Um, you know, these are sports where, you know, at least for a time, people are able to get in. It sounds like an incredible episode. And I really recommend people take a look at it, because if you love pickleball, you'll love learning how it came about and the big money that's moving through it. Jason Kelly and Vanessa Perdomo, thank you so much. And their next in sports series premieres Wednesdays on Bloomberg Television at 10 p.m. Eastern. And it's available through YouTube and Bloomberg.com the following day, where you can also catch up on previous installments. It's on demand anytime you want. This is Bloomberg. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.